Yeah, boy. Um, I think it's your turn to do an intro this week. <sighs> do you want me to count you in? Yeah. Do you want me to do it Wayne's World style, where I don't actually say the last two numbers and I just point at you and you can't see me because we're podcasting? <laughs> you could do that, <laughs> but I, I don't know what you're going to get if you do do that. <laughs> Let's just, just do a dramatic pause for editing then instead. Okay. Oh, so you're not counting? No, I'm drinking tea. <laughs> It was a little bit like that scene in Lethal Weapon when they sort of go, so we're going to go on three. One, two. So is that on three or is that like one, two, three, go? I've never seen it. <laughs> You've never seen Lethal Weapon? No, I've never seen Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I'm sorry. What the fuck I am I even doing here? <laughs> I'm, I'm so yes, sorry. Yes, I am keeping that in. <laughs> I feel like wow. I am like we're ending podcast in a half shell with the next episode, and we're right. like in talks about what to replace it with because like Duncan wants to keep podcasting with me, right. and uh, I keep joking about doing a show called I Haven't Seen That, where Rich and Dunk make me watch films I haven't seen. <laughs> Stop joking! Get on it. Right, where were we? Intro. Um, mm. What can I do for an intro? Okay. One day, a blowmaner came with powers of hawk, wolf, puma, and bear, protector of peace, mystic man from afar, champion of justice, martial brave star, brave star, brave star. Eyes of the hawk, ears of the wolf, brave star, brave star. Drink of the bear, speed of the puma. Good morning, geekdom. Yeah. Hello. My turn for an intro. Barry Nugent in the house, aka Nugent, and with me is. It's me, a Mario. No, stay. <laughs> Sorry, Rich has been playing Mario Odyssey, and now I'm all like, woohoo, every time I walk around the house. Uh, it's me, it's Stace. Hello. It's Hello, a Mario Stace. thing. It's when he Mario. jumps, he says, woohoo. It's me, a Mario. I always anyway. feel sorry for Luigi. I think he gets a pretty bit of a raw deal. I like Luigi better than Mario, and I also like Tails better than Sonic, so in your face. Faces of large franchises. <laughs> to be fair, I've always liked Tails better because I've always thought Sonic was a bit of a dick. Just me. Do you know? Yeah, he is. No, he really is. The way he taps his foot when you make him stand still for a little bit, I'm like, hey man, stop being a douche. But also, I only actually discovered that Tails' real name is like a pun about a year ago. And I've known his real name for a really long time. So that just tells you how terrible my brain is at working. Oh. Uh. I always used to like leaving Sonic so that long enough so he would do that. So I would go, yeah, I own you. You run when I say you run and I'll tell you how fast. Now pick up those runs and get on with your fucking job. That's what I pay you for. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, might, I, man. I might be a little bit angry because I've drunk too much Coke. I was wondering where all this energy was coming from because here I am sipping on a tea like a civilised biatch and, uh, <laughs> and you're just being insane. I get my energy from Coke. Have a Coke and a smile, kids. 
<laughs> Coca-Cola, he means not not like a line of Coke. Don't yes. don't, do co- don't do cocaine, guys. That's a that's a bad idea. Don't do. I, I don't do. I no. Never got that. <laughs> put, your sh- put your shit up your nose. It's just just nonsense. It is, isn't it? It's just <sighs> nonsense. That's you know, like as pathetic as it sounds. That's one of the main reasons why I would never want to try Coke. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, can I can I not just eat it in a cake like other things? I mean, I suppose you yeah. could. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Anyway, a whole <laughs> sto- I have a whole. This isn't what we're here for, and I have a whole story about eating too many hash cakes and and getting really um, insecure and paranoid. But hey, kids, that's a story oh. for another day. I've never done a drug, right? And the the paranoia is the reason why, because I feel like I'm paranoid enough as it is. But I did once get high on cinnamon. <laughs> it's a real anyway. thing. Anyway, stay so in the morning. We talk about like morning stuff, not yeah, about like drugs. cocaine. <laughs> I can't believe in four minutes I've sung the theme to Brave Star, and we've talked about drugs and <laughs> and mar- and why. Mario Luigi's a bit of a dick. Oh no, why Sonic's a bit of a dick and yeah. Luigi gets a rough end of the deal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only one and way to go after this. <laughs> and that was episode nine. See you soon. No. Um <laughs> Shall we uh shall we do- no, how are you, Barry? How are you? Let's do that I'm- first, because I feel like it's rude not to. I'm good. I'm living life. I've got the eyes of the hawk, ears of the wolf, and the speed of the puma. Nothing can go wrong now. Excellent. Well done. <laughs> have you have you ever seen Brave Star? Uh, no, I haven't. But I have oh, a feeling. I know. I haven't seen. Just assume I haven't seen it. Right. Have a thought. <sighs> Whenever you have a thought that has Stacey seen this, assume the answer is no, and then you'll only ever be pleasantly surprised if I say yes. Um, I have a feeling that way back, like ten years ago, when I did my first appearance on Geek Syndicate, that you might have done that song as your intro. But I could be lying to you. It's just it just feels familiar Ooh. to me in that way. That'd be that'd be awfully cyclic if it was. In it though. In it though. And yet, in those ten years, years you still haven't fucking watched Brave Star. No, or learnt how to use computers. Podcasting, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, eh? Who'd do it? Us? Yeah. Shall we do a segment? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's do. Oh, uh, let's have one of Barry's moments of geekdom. Nice. I like that. That was a bit like King Arthurian, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I know. I, I feel now I should have gone with something a bit medieval. In, instead, I've gone with something the complete opposite end of the spectrum, and I've gone <laughs> sci-fi. Oh, so, get you. I'm going to say a film to you, and I'm going to assume that you haven't seen it. Okay? <laughs> Go on. Because this on. is, I'm, I'm in the real, I can't say why, because it's a secret project I'm working on at the moment, but I've got a real 80s vibe on at the moment. So, mm-hmm. have you ever seen The Last Starfighter? No. <sighs> okay, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. Just kind of turn your head, it's everything will be fine, it's all good, it's just her way. What's, uh, what's even worse is I've never even heard of it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh my god! I'm so it's sorry. like a million voices cried out in pain, and then they were silenced. Um, right. So, the last Starfighter was a very—if you're a child of the '80s, you know—you you know the last Starfighter. Basically, it was this kid who um, was very, very good at this arcade game called the Last Starfighter, which was in a little trailer park, and um, 
it turns out that the, a little bit like King Arthur, it turned out that the arcade game was actually a recruitment tool by a, um, alien federation-y type setup that needed, um, were recruiting starfighters around the galaxy to fight this evil dude called Zur. Zur? I think it was Zur. Zur. Um, and the Kodan Amada. That's it. You have been, you have been, uh, recruited to defend the, uh, barrier or something against Zer and the Kodan Armada. Anyway, um, and basically this kid gets recruited and all the other starfighters that get recruited get killed and he's basically the last starfighter. See that? I see that. And it's an awesome film. I don't know how well it's aged for people now watching it, but for me, whenever I watch it again, um, it just takes me back to just a a more innocent time. Um, And it was the first film that used like a shed load of uh, computer sort of effects, special effects, because all the sort of ships and stuff are all sort of CG or very early CG. So it may not stand up very well to kids nowadays. But the two things that I loved about this film was the music. You've you got to go on YouTube and find the last Starfighter theme. Um, okay. If you do not listen to that theme and want to jump in some sort of spaceship and fly into space, <laughs> then you're dead. It gives for me. It gives Star. It gives Star Wars a run for its money in terms of like wow. um, themes. I just love that theme. It's just a real like heroic eighties theme where anything's possible. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, so that's kind of a moment of geeking for me is that sort of theme. But in the film, the ship itself has this sort of special weapon called Death Blossom, where um, it basically fires every weapon it's got. And it's kind of my moment of geekdom because it's just flipping awesome. Because all it does is it just fires everything. It's, there's no like skill to it. It just fucking fires everything. And it's literally they call it death. They call it death blossom. I call it fucking have some. <laughs> that does sound kind of amazing. To be fair, I like the idea that you'd be in a situation where you'd be like, "How many guns would this legitimately?" No, let's do- fuck it. All of them. Yeah. Just all of them. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It's an awesome scene. But to be honest, for me, even though I've picked as a moment, there are several moments of geek them throughout for this film for me. Um, and definitely anyone who's kind of dreamed as a kid of wanting to do be something more, do something more when they grow up, it's that kind of a film for you. It's got that sort of Luke Skywalker, you know, looking at the twin sons, wanting something a bit more for your life. And there we go. That's my moment. Boom. Oh, excellent. Concise as well, short and sweet. I like I it. Know, I know. <laughs> the coat. Is that mostly because I haven't got a fucking clue what you're talking about? Yeah, I realise I'm just probably losing you. You're just sitting there going, I have no idea what he's talking about. No, but it does sound good, though. It does sound good, though. I'm going to have to... Okay, that can, that can be added to my list of things I haven't seen, which is... Uh, add it to your list. Quite is, large. Rich isn't in the room, is he? No, not currently. Okay. Otherwise, I would have got you to shout at him, have you seen the last Starfighter? Oh, okay. Yeah, I won't do that because he's all the way downstairs. Okay, fair so enough. That'd be loud and irritating. But I will get him to tell me at some point. And if he says he hated it, then I'll never tell you the answer. <laughs> no. I, I will, at the very least, regardless of whether you're not you like a film, I will send you the, because um, I think it's quite hard to get hold of now, but I will send you the link to the, there's a video on YouTube, which is basically an, an orchestra um, doing a sort of medley from the last Starfighter. I'll send you that. That's, oh, nice. That would be enough musical wise. 
I do love a good orchestra medley. Oh, calm down. Do you know who James Newton Howard is? Yeah. So, um... Oh, no, I know what you're about to tell me, and I want you to shut your face, but you're going to have to tell everybody else. So, so. last weekend, um, I was lucky enough to uh, go to the Royal oh, Albert Hall, the, um, <laughs> the world premiere of uh, James, Newton Howard, James Newton Howard in concert, and it's the first time he's ever been in concert. And I have to say, when I was sitting there, I didn't realise that it was actually going to be him. Because I've been to the Royal Albert Hall for like a celebration, he says in inverted commas, of John Williams. And it's just been an orchestra of a conductor, but not John Williams, just his music. Yeah. But this was actually um, James Newton Howard. It was phenomenal. Um, I hate your face. I hate everything about your face. And the, do you know what the worst part of this is? Is that literally like, I think it was maybe the week before, perhaps two weeks before, another friend of mine was tweeting about the fact that they were at the Royal Albert Hall uh, a night with Michael Giacchino. And I was like, how about the pair of you suck my metaphorical willy? I hate you both. <sighs> yeah. Also, he, he would pause between sort of tracks or whatever to talk to, to sort of just talk about himself and the music and how, and it was brilliant. That Those bits kind of made it for me. We kind of talk, he's a very, very humble man. He really came across that way, but he did a sort of, he did one of the sort of medleys from Batman and then was talking about his collaboration with, with Hans Zimmer and he went, and Hans Zimmer was in the fucking audience. <laughs> Oh no! I would have, I would have legit done a shit then. <laughs> he, did, he didn't stand up or anything, but he said, "Oh yeah, Hans, I know you're here somewhere. You know, maybe you're." Set. And he obviously didn't stand up. And I was looking to the guy next to me, going, "I don't know what Hans Zimmer looks like, but it could be you." <laughs> In my mind, it was him, and I was sitting next to Hans Zimmer. So let's just go with that. Oh, I hate your face. I just hate it. I'm Sorry. so upset. Why do I not know about these things until other people are already at them going, "Look at me at this thing." <laughs> <laughs> but both of them were things that I would have paid real good money to go to, like like real good money. Uh, but I did not know about them. But I'm resting happy in the knowledge that I have seen Hans in my life, and that was amazing. And he was there, like doing a conducting. Yes, so that was good. Yes, I saw him oh. live as well. He was yeah, brilliant. Oh, good. That was a little home star runner reference there for anybody that uh, ever used to watch weird little cartoons on the computer. Anyway, nope. so um. Before I hate you too much, shall we? Okay. Uh, shall we do a roll? Now, do we want to roll? Because we're in a musical place, do we want to roll onto the new uh, segment, or do we want to save it till the end, like a delicious treat? As you are, as you are head head host, um, I'll let you decide. Well, then we'll do uh, Stacey's pick of the fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> petered out a bit towards the end I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, my pick of the fortnight it was I've got like a non-nerdy one that I will very briefly mention which was um, I've just finished a book I read an actual book wow uh, it's the first actual book I've read this year <laughs> it's, not my, it's not my flipping book though is it <laughs> no it's not <laughs> that you've not even bought after for years and years no. Having a crack at me. Oh, when's the second book coming? Well, it's out. I know it's out. I know it's out. But I wanted a Barry squiggled upon copy, and then I didn't go to Thought Bubble, did I? So I kind of ruined my own plan. You know I have... Shut up. It'll happen. You know I have copies in my house, right? I did not know that, and that's how it will happen. Also, I need to get the other book off my nan so I can reread it, because I read it like 10 years ago and I've forgotten it now. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. You know what my memory's uh, like. 
that's not that's not any sort of dig at you that is just my brain anyway so the book that i read was called body positive power by megan crab um and it's basically about like the diet industry and learning to love yourself regardless of what size or shape you are and stuff and it's a really interesting read um and also made me feel better about being a bit jiggly so that was nice. But the, <laughs> the actual thing I want to talk about, and before I start talking about it, I want to say I haven't finished this series yet, so don't spoil it for me, anybody who tweets, or Barry right now, um, but I've been watching Stranger Things Series 2, and yes! it's a bit of nice tits. <laughs> it's a fucking tits, eh? Yes. Jesus. I mean, what? Like... Okay, so I'm only up to, I think I just watched episode six last night. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of, pe- I, I, I know what that sound is. A lot of people have told me that episode seven's not very good. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that. I was um, going to say episode, give me a clue that episode six ends. Okay, so. Spoiling. A, a, a bit of a spoily, a possible spoily clang. It's the one where Will sets a trap <gasps> for some of the guys. <sighs> Oh. Yeah. Oh. So the first thing I want to say about this show is that I'm a bit notorious in the podcast world for being really harsh about child actors mm-hmm. in that, like, most of them are shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, nine times out of ten, like, oh, like the Harry Potter movies, the first, like, maybe five, just riled me up so much because all of those kids were irritating as balls. Let's go to and, Diagon uh, Alley, Harry. Oh, how about the fucking backslap? Like, oh. anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, when I first started watching series one of Stranger Things, I was a bit like, oh, this is. This revolves around kids. Ah, oh, shit, man. But all the kids in this are so good. I am in love with Steve Harrington and his amazing hair and d- badassery. Oh, like, everything about this series has been amazing so far. Because I was concerned, as I always am, with things that are good and then they have sequels. Agreed. That the sequel is not going to be as a higher standard. But this is very much of as higher standard, I think. Oh, I just love it so much. Sean Astin, oh, and his adorable face. His adorable face! Yeah, I'm a bit obsessed with it at the moment, actually. That's why me and Rich are sort of pacing it, because we could easily have binge-watched it by now. But I'm so, like, I love it so much, I don't want it to be over. <laughs> so yeah. we've been, like, spacing the episodes out, like, every, like, three or four days so that we don't run out of it and then have to wait, like, a year and a half or whatever for the next series. But yeah, I'm I'm loving it so much. It's just so good. It's so like inventive and like the cinematography in it. Like, ugh, like ugh. I just, <laughs> I can't even form sentences. It's so good. It's just really good. I don't I, like. I'm preaching to the choir here. I think I'm pretty sure. Like everybody I know watches it and loves it. But I'm obsessed with it right now. I mean, I um. So I'm looking at my Stacey Bray in the morning notes. I do have notes, which is literally three lines, uh-huh. but they are notes. Um, because it says notes on the screen and I've got and you don't know this but I've got Pick of the Fortnite and I've got Stranger Things 2 <laughs> excellent yeah. so first off see I loved the first Stranger Things and I probably loved it on mm-hmm. the same levels as you did but I also on a, a, a different level because I grew up in that time yeah. so the age of those kids were about the same age that I was and I think the best comment I got from this is that they watched it. And obviously, if people don't know, you don't listen to Geek Syndicate, why don't you? That obviously <laughs> I, I host it with Dave. Dave and I are best friends in inverted commas. 
we grew up together. So I've known Dave since I was 11 years old. And we had a bit of a gang quite similar to the guys in Stranger Things. And the, so the black kid in it, Lucas Sinclair, best name ever. (laughs) Dave watched it, basically posted on Facebook to say that 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 kid is basically Barry at that age. (laughs) He said, if you want to know what Barry was like at that age, that's that kid. And I genuinely, and it sounds like I'm being whatever, I genuinely cannot disagree with him. The only difference is I didn't wear a bandana. That's it. Oh, I'm disappointed to know, know. you didn't wear a bandana. I, I did go for a sweat, oh, I did go for a sweatband stage, but that's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but, um, just the, the invent, you know, so a lot of the films in the eighties are kind of in there and it's all that sort of stuff of, you know, there's so many eighties and nineties films that are kind of in there. Cause in that scene, scene, in that, sort of six episodes there's a whole nod to aliens yeah you know and even one of the guy even one of the soldiers says like you know in fact actually i'm not going to say anymore because just in case people who are listening (laughs) haven't watched it yet and i really don't want to spoil it for people but no i was really worried about them doing a second series in the same way i'm now worried about them doing a third series (laughs) but i i I really shouldn't be because it was just awesome It, it did what a sequel should do it didn't tell the same story again, but bigger. It expanded the story, it expanded the characters. It kind of grew their relationships and formed different relationships. And the kids, and it was still a kick-ass, saving the world, everything's on the line sort of show. I mean, obviously you haven't got to the end yet, so I'm trying my best not to spoil anything for anyone. Um, and again, can't really say the project is, but um, the music, again, from an 80s perspective, and I grew up listening to a lot of um, John Carpenter. I mean, it might as well have been John Carpenter who did the music for this, because that's what it sounds like. I keep expecting Kurt Russell to just come out, hey, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Kurt. (laughs) Awesome. It is awesome. I. It's funny because it's one of those shows that, like, music-wise, sometimes I don't even notice the music, but then the instant I do, I'm like, oh, this is so perfect. Mm. Oh, can I just say, I completely forgot to say this. Do you know mm-hmm. who, um, so you know the sheriff, Hopper? Yes. Do you know who he's supposed to be a, be a homage to? No. <gasps> it, will ma- <laughs> it will make you see this show and the first season, the completely different. Like, I got it straight away and went online and they confirmed it. He's basically Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, snap. And there's moments, there's a, there's a scene in the first season where he's kind of standing there and he's got the hat on and he's kind of silhouetted and he's got some guys behind him. I was like, that looks really familiar. That really reminds me of a scene from Raiders of Lost Ark. And it was. Brilliant. And they've just said. Yeah. Is he, sorry. Right. Am I going mental? Is he the guy who's going to play Hellboy? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, That's going to be wicked. Yeah, it's good. It's good casting because he, it, yeah, he almost feels a bit like Hellboy. And anyway, some of the lines he drops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome. And I just love the fact that ah, every so five good. minutes, obviously, disclaimer, smoking is not good, kids. But I just love the fact yeah. that every five minutes, everyone in that show is fucking smoking. <laughs> well, yeah, they would have been in the 80s. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> the, the last thing I will say on this for fear of spoilers and also uh, because I could talk about it forever mm-hmm. is that uh, Dustin is my absolute favourite thing ever and I had the same hair as him when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel his curly hair pain. Yeah. Also, I, I played oh. Dungeons and Dragons at that age and Dave was a dungeon master. Boom. 
Oh God, I can imagine that was insane. <laughs> it was. It, it really was insane. Yeah. We had some wild games. Obviously not quite as wild as Stranger Things, but you know. I was I was gonna say any demigorgons appear, we're, but like. we're, as, as well as well you know. Oh god. I don't think we need to tell that story again. <laughs> no. No. No one needs to know that one again. <laughs> uh, on that note, let's roll on. Ha ha, note, ha ha, I made a funny. Let's move on to our new segment. It's musical musings. Musical musings. Mm-hmm. So um, I took some time out of my busy schedule of listening to Terry Fold on repeat. To, um, <laughs> I'm obsessed with that song. To to go and see Jamiroquai live Ooh, last weekend. Okay. Yeah. Um. I haven't. I'm annoyed with myself because I love live music, but I've been really shit at attending any gigs this year, which has annoyed me. But I went to this because I happened upon uh some. I was going to say extremely cheap tickets, but what I mean there is they were free. <laughs> and so so I was like, yeah, why not? And I'd sort of forgotten how much I love Jamiroquai. So the song that I've picked this week to highlight as my musical musing is uh, Don't Give Hate a Chance by Jamiroquai, uh, which has possibly some of the absolutely tastiest bass licks I've ever heard in a song. Like, ugh, this song is so funky, it's ludicrous. And it makes you want to get up and do a little dance, which is, uh, you know, in stressful times when, you know, the world is a little bit nuts as it is at the moment, uh, dancing is great fun. And also songs that are about not being a dickhead, (laughs) which this song is. (laughs) (laughs) So, <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> yeah, so that that's my choice for this week. I'm uh, I'm having a, a bit of a Jamiroquai time. It's like it's like my commute music at the moment because it makes me happy. Except I feel like the people who are sat next to me on the bus aren't enjoying it because of all my jiggling about. But I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Have you got any music you would like to muse about this week, Mister Nugent? Yes, I'm trying to remember now. Yes, it's actually uh, weirdly. It is from um, Stranger Things because I have been listening to. I only st- I've only listened to the Stranger Things album albums for the first time uh, this week because um, mm-hmm. I didn't. Although I thought the music was great whilst I was watching shows, I didn't know how well it would work if I'm just sitting, sort of writing and listening to it. In the word, yeah. awesome. <laughs> and one particular track stands out for me. And I even with with the new thing that I'm working on, I even know the the segment that I'm going to write, which will be inspired by this piece of music, and it's called Soldiers. And right. I'm choosing my words carefully, but in episode six, there's a kind of I'll call it a, a getting ready montage. And mm. I remember when I was watching the scene, the music standing out to me, really standing out to me, whilst I was watching the scene and thinking, oh, I need to go and check that out. And it was just as good when I heard it the first time. It's just as good hearing it for the 35th time. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm, I've been putting off nabbing the uh, the album just because of spoilers. Like, I know it sounds really daft, but so many albums have, like, song titles or, like, you know, pieces of music titles that are really spoilery. Yeah. So I just avoid all soundtracks until I've seen the thing or, or you know, yeah, heard the I, thing. I always remember <laughs> listening to um, the Phantom Menace soundtrack, and I think there's a track in there which is called Qui-Gon's Funeral. Well. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that's not, that's not helpful. No, it's not, is it? <laughs> you know. So. Dope. Well, have you heard the um, they've released one of the tracks from the upcoming Justice League? 
or maybe two is no i haven't i don't I, I mean this is a whole other conversation entirely but i don't know how i feel about this new justice league so i don't know yeah i've not really been paying attention to it if i'm honest <laughs> neither have i to a certain extent which is actually a good thing because this this has had no hype for me because i'm mm. kind of like i really want to go and see it but I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't feel hyped, which is great. I just, I'm just excited to actually go and see it and see what it's like. Um, as I feel these days, I enjoy the Marvel films, but I'm less excited about a new one. Um, just yeah. because they kind of, they, they very much feel of a type now. So yeah. I kind of know they're going to be good and I'm going to enjoy them. So I quite like the thrill of now going to see something where I have no idea if I'm going to actually like it. <laughs> yeah, that is actually, that is true. I suppose as well it helps because it's like, you know, you're only going to be either proven right if it's mediocre or pleasantly surprised if it's good. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So there you go. There you go. Uh, I've got a final thought before we go, Barry, which is that if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, then uh, you should because Korg is the greatest thing in the history of the world. Okay. Uh, it's a different story, but all I'll say is I'm not planning to see four until it comes out on DVD. Don't ask me. It's a whole other story. <laughs> okay. I won't ask. <laughs> leave that cliffhanger. I might, I might elaborate next episode. Ooh, excellent. Do you know, you saying that, I've just remembered that I was going to ask you something as a follow-up from our last episode, and now I've forgotten it, and now I'm annoyed at myself. Ah, oh, oh. flaps. Okay. <sighs> Oh, well, right. there we go. I'm sure it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> oh, yes, no, here it was. Uh, did you watch any slash all of the post-credit sequences from no, Rick and Morty <laughs> that you didn't know existed? I've completely, I've completely forgotten about until you've just mentioned it. Hang on, I'm, I'm, make, I'm making a note. Watch. Write it down, bruv. <laughs> Rick and Morty in Boom. Okay. Boom, indeed. Stick a fork in us, we're done. We are done. That was episode nine of Stace and Barry in the morning. They'll make you a coffee and pour milk on your cereal, and then they'll probably steal it and eat it for themselves. That's not our theme tune. It should be, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where that came from. I had a sudden burst of uh, musical energy put, and it fell out my mouth. Put some music to that sucker and you were, were live. <laughs> Yeah, anybody who knows how to put a... No, because they'll probably show me up then because they'll realise that all of my notes are off. (laughs) Yeah, good point. (laughs) So if you want to uh, do a tweet at us about anything we've spoken about today, drop us a Twitter at Stace and Barry or you can drop us an email staceandbarry at gmail.com. Go listen to Geek Syndicate and Stacey's Parlour because... Barry and I are teaming up to do a live podcast special charity times in yes. April. And so if you listen to our other stuff, you'll have even more of an idea of how amazing yeah. that's going to be. It's going to be it's going to be great. 24 hours of this. <laughs> 24 hours of the worst Scottish accent you've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, see you, pals. Bye, all. 